proud of yourself. <laughs> yeah. So proud of yourself right now. Listen to it. Yeah, people. Check it out. That's right. That's what we're here to do. We're here to jam the box. And we're doing... Is that what we're doing? Yeah, man, we're jamming. Jamming the box. Jamming the box, Miriam Tazi. Malcolm Riddle. That's right. And you know it, people. We're back for another episode of American Riddle. And thanks for uh, thanks for tuning in. Mary Tazi sitting back enjoying some it's like some herbal tea of some sort, you know what I mean? Ginger lemon, it's delicious. Is it? Mm-hmm. It smells good. <laughs> it smells really I good. I offered you some like three times. Soothing it smells. It is soothing. I need more tea in my life. Tea's good. It's better. I'm I'm trying to cut down on my coffee consumption, so you know, tea is a little better and it's warm. Keeps me warm. It's a jam. What are you doing? I'm just looking at the settings. Everything seems a little loud to me. It's hard. Sensitive ears today. Yours? No, I'm just, this is really distracting. This is very bright. <laughs> Miriam Tazi has a new uh, foam microphone cover. It's bright pink. It's like as if it was on the end of my nose. Black makes just, sense, right? It's just not as distracting. It's. Yeah. Like, I thought you might like it. Thanks for the thought. You know, I thought maybe, you know, add a little color to your microphone. <laughs> Huh? Now I know it's mine. I know the difference now. Oh, we're jamming people. Are you listening to this? I'm taking yeah. you back. Oh, I haven't heard that style in a long time. It's very hard. Like, again, you like the hard beats. This is the hard beats. A lot, of, lot of breathing. <laughs> and robots. It's got everything. Synthesizers. In it. yeah. It's got everything. This takes me back when I used to hang out in, uh, when I was in Flint. I used to wash the pimps and the hustlers' cars. They listen to this while they were driving by? Oh, they'd pull up. A couple of them in the hood, they'd pull up and I'd, uh, I'd wash the car, put a coat of wax on for them. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Keep their car... Mugs would have their rollers shiny. in their head, you know what I mean? Getting ready for to get the perm right. You know, for the night, you got you to gotta wash and wax your car. And, they yeah, they would basically come over. It was just a couple guys that would come through the hood and I'd wash their car. Mainly hustlers. I think it was one pimp that used to come through, but... Um, he had a Lincoln. Uh, other dude was more of a hustler. He had a uh, he had a Trans Am or something. But anyway, w- what you would do is we would, uh, or at least I, that's how I would you know make some money to buy records. Uh, they would come through and I would wash his car and then I would throw a coat of wax on it. Oh, right? those little extra bonus. Yeah, yeah. Well, you throw the, throw the wax on it, but then they would like leave the wax because then brothers would drive around the hood with wax on their car instead of buffing it out. Do that later. Right? This was a big thing in the hood. I don't know why. What, to let it really seep in? That's what they thought. <laughs> <laughs> Little did I know until later, if you leave the wax in and you drive around, you're going to c- collect dirt particles, debris. Yeah, that can't be good. And then and it's going to scratch it. Exactamundo. Mm, yeah. Not the best idea yeah, there. No, but brothers did it, man. I mean, you know, brothers it's did a lot. shinier if you leave it well, on longer. Yeah, and they would drive around <laughs> with wax swirls. I don't think many people remember this, but... I remember it, and uh, yeah, it was uh, it was a weird time. It was, uh, but that's how I made a, uh, you know, a couple of extra bucks. To buy your records, anything. For buy music. anything, yeah. But yeah, basically in those days, yeah, I would go to Nick's Nick's Records and Tapes on Dort Highway in the South Side of Flint, Michigan. Now I go there every week and try to at least get two records 
or two 12 inch singles. That way I could spin them. But uh, and I think they were maybe like four ninety nine or something like that a piece. The good old days. Yeah, can't even find a record now. No, you have to order it online. I mean, you go to digital DC. copy of it too. You can go into the, any city. Like in this case, we go into Washington D.C. and you can you can find uh, you know some vinyl. And actually, you don't have to go that far. There's one uh, not far from uh, um, here in um, uh, what is it? Uh, I guess it's Mary. Well, I guess it's near this area, right off 495, the Beltway. There's one over by that old folks movie theater, you know, where the old people oh, go to, Yeah, you know, for the early bird special. <laughs> Everybody here, this is movie theater in uh, in Fairfax, Virginia. And what's that called? I forget what it's Fair called. Fair City Mall. Is that what it's, it's called? It's back when they made malls. They were shopping, like... They were outside. Mm. You know, they still exist. Like, if you go to the Midwest, there's still malls that are on the outs. Now they have, they call them... Uh, what, like discount outlets or something. Oh yeah, I know but what back you mean. in the day they were like whole malls. Well, in California the malls are are kind of still open like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So you go on the outside. Yeah, I mean the Grove is like that it's in just L.A. Open. Yeah, you just walk in. But this is closet. old. This ain't the Grove. No, no, it's you know not what I mean. Nice. This isn't. There's nothing it's hip old. about it. Like when you go you to, run down. Yeah, actually. they got like the old shoe store, and it's called the shoe store. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, but even the the concessions are like. Old prices, yeah, they're not no, like they go, you know? yeah, they're still the same price as it was, you know, in seventy six. Like yeah, it's the same, man. A water, fifty cents or something crazy. They didn't even sell water in seventy six. Isn't that where we saw somebody get pulled out with a stretcher and yeah. nobody even looked twice? Yeah, motherfuckers went to the movies. <laughs> motherfuckers went to the movie. You go there, it's not even, it's not even out of the norm for the ambulance or an oxygen tank. We're all going to get there, so I shouldn't even be laughing. But, this, but it was more that nobody reacted that was funny. Not funny that this person had to be pulled out in a stretcher. It's just that old people just don't get phased by that stuff. They're no, just you, like, meh. Yeah, Could have happened to me. Yeah, no. You, yeah, you, it wasn't no big deal. A lady was, silver-haired old lady was getting wheeled out. She looked like she was comfortable, too. Yeah, she didn't really see It didn't her. even bother her. She was like, finally. You know what I mean? I'm tired of sitting. I'm tired of standing. I just want to lay down for a little bit. I know what she. I know. I know exactly what she felt felt like. That's funny. Yeah. So I mean, you got to watch your health. I was in the doctor's yesterday. I had to go to the doctor's and for a checkup and do some blood work. Weird, man, because you know you make they send you a, a automated. Yeah, you know, everything's automated now. So he said a day in advance, a couple days in advance, just a reminder. Blah 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 blah. You know what I mean? Because they don't want if you don't show up, they charge you. Yeah. So I, I, I got there in like 20, 30 minutes ahead of time, and they saw me 20 minutes late. Yeah, always. I'm like, damn, right? So I get up in there, and the, and the, and the nurse's assistant to the assistant, assistant. Oh. <laughs> so many people, too. She's like, have you been fasting, right? And I had no idea what she was talking about. Fasting? No, I haven't been fat. Why? First thing I'm thinking, you know what I mean? I'm like, no. I mean, I'm looking, I'm thinking about the calendar year. You know what I mean? That's the, f- I swear to God. Is it Ramadan? That's the first thing that popped. And I, I was like, I don't even know why I thought that. Well, because Ramadan is always related with fasting. But that, just- that ex- thank you. So when she said, am, at least, am I fasting? I'm world, like, no, you know what world. I mean? Power to the people. Allah Akbar. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh. Oh, please. <laughs> Say it the right way then. Allahu Akbar. Sorry. Thanks. Jeez. <laughs> Sorry. I had to. No disrespect. Mm-hmm. I wasn't trying to be disrespectful. I know. I know. Just so you know, the Muslim the brothers. you even know that is pretty good. Sisters, yes. That I'm not being, Yes, I'm respecting. <laughs> but my point was when they when they brought up fasting, I was like, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I had to think. I'm thinking about the calendar. I'm like, they didn't no. warn you in the reminder, though? 
Like, I don't know. No, man. That's what I said. I was like, all right, no, why would I be fasting? And uh, and she goes, oh, no, no big deal. So when the doc comes in, we start going over stuff. Uh, and then she's like, yeah, we want to do blood work, but you haven't been, you, you didn't fast or something. And I was like, whoa, you mean, have I, and she's like, did you eat anything? I was like, no, I didn't eat anything today. It's, you know, it's an early in the morning appointment. You know what I mean? Well, didn't she ask you, were you fat? Well, yes, but I didn't know what she meant. Like, how am I supposed to know that? Well. Like, how am I supposed to know? And she goes, she goes, oh, she goes, my, my apologies. She was really nice about my doctor. She's really cool. And uh, she was like, uh, you know, the wording was wrong. I was like, yeah, because you have to spell things out to me. I was like, <laughs> trust me, if you go, if you go ask anyone that's been in a, in a relationship with me, they say the same thing. You have to spell things out to Malcolm. You have to literally break it down so he understands. Your mom has said the same thing too. Trust me on this. And the, the doc, she always gets to laugh at me. She she just starts giggling and laughing, just like you just. Because it's funny the way you yeah, say it. Yeah, I'm saying you know, you understand this with your hands. That's exactly how I was saying it. I was like, you have to understand. You said fasting, and I didn't want to go all into that side of the subject because it just would have been. I, I stay too long, they might start charging me. So, yeah. So, so were they able to do the blood work? Yeah, she then? took some. Oh, that's you know good. what I mean? I got veins. I got good veins. It didn't take long, man. Stick it right in there. I fill it up quick. <laughs> yeah. You know, some people don't have veins. It's hard to find. That's true. I got veins all, all for days. Yeah, there's some nurses that are better than others, though, too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just, you know, just get checked up, you know, blood work, check my blood pressure. Everything looks good. That's you know, just good. trying to. Trying to trying to move forward, you know what I mean. Do what I does, Miriam Tazi. We got a uh, oh man, you know, we have a call calling in, caller calling in. Showtime Supreme. Wow. I don't know if you've ever, I don't know if you've ever uh, formally uh, met Showtime Supreme pimp name. <laughs> Speaking of pimps and hustlers, you know what I mean. No, but I didn't remember he was on the air. Uh, yeah, he many came on. many many episodes back. Phew, we went on a pimp. Pimp rampage, <laughs> you know what I mean. But we talk. I talk about pimping, pimping, and hustling a lot on this, this podcast. True. And you know, it's not not to glorify, you know, the you know exportation of, of women, but more so the mentality of people getting over on each other. Did you scratch your glasses or something? A long time ago, these are old. Oh, okay, I see that that one's. Yes, yeah, I can see that one. Uh, but yeah, the, the, the pimp mentality and, and, and just hustling in general, this goes on. I mean, I talked about how it, how it parallels the corporate world today, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? How it parallels the government, how it parallels a lot of things in our life. So pimping, you know, it's necessary. You got to know it. You know what I mean? Mm. I'm telling you, because if you don't know it, man, chances are you're being pimped. And that's, that's my point. That's true. So let's, uh, let's get showtime on the, on the, on the horn. Hello. Showtime Supreme. This is I. I is he. I am. Here I am. So it's been a minute. We haven't had show. We haven't had Showtime Supreme on since I don't know. I guess it was summer of 2014. Something like that. Yeah, so I got I got in, in studio. I got Miriam Tazi. I know you haven't been on on the mic with Miriam Tazi. She's sitting here. She is the African with attitude, live and direct. Showtime Supreme, Miriam Tazi. Hello, can, hello. Can I call you, baby doll? Yeah, you can call me whatever you want. 
That's well, actually what's probably. going on, baby doll? It's a pleasure <laughs> to meet your acquaintance. It's a pleasure on my end, too. So, Showtime, what you been up hey, to? Wait, wait, wait a minute, Malcolm. Say it like <laughs> you mean it. Showtime. Baby doll, is it a pleasure? <laughs> it's always a pleasure. Say it like you mean it. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Sometimes you have to call on him, and when you can't reach him, you can always reach Showtime. Nice, good to know. <laughs> so what's been up, Showtime? Yeah. What's good? Everything, man. We, you know, we're going forward. We're actually in our what is this? Our our ninety eighth podcast now. I think oh, wow. ninety seven or ninety eight. Almost a hundred. How's that? That's work. That's fine. That works too. So that's what's that's up. Called progress. So where are you, Showtime? You were in the Washington D.C. area. You were you were all over worldwide, as we know. And uh, uh, well, you know, where where are you at these days? What's going on? What's going on in the pimping world? Or what's going on in the world itself? What do you got for us, Showtime? Well, the, the, the pimping world, as you know, never stops. Can't stop. Won't stop. Always going. You put your pimp foot forward and let your light shine, because at the end of the day, it's that light that brings hope to the world, joy to the joyless, and uh, happiness. To the heathens. <laughs> Can you dig it? The heathens need happiness, too. Well, you know, you've got a lot of heathens. I, I just left the Super Bowl, and unfortunately, there was a heathen that, that didn't quite understand his place and didn't understand the rules of the game. He got out his lane. Mr. Warren Sapp. Now, I like Warren. I think he's a good guy. But if you... Didn't come across any pussy by 7 a.m. after the Super Bowl. You were Hall of Fame player, Super Bowl winner on NFL Network, and you show up at the Super Bowl, but you got to buy some pussy. There's a problem. There's a big problem. <laughs> However, I-, I will never turn down a pimp's dollar. Unfortunately, he broke a cardinal rule of the game. You know what that was? What? Time to negotiate a price with a hoe. <laughs> There's no negotiations. There's no negotiation. It's a flat rate fee. It's like dealing with the IRS on certain tax rules, you know. <laughs> Warren, unfortunately, doesn't understand macro and microeconomics. The world of finance, accounting, and budgetary rules. And consequently, without the proper self-instruction, he headed towards self-destruction. And he is now without a job. They let him go. They had to let him go. Let him so, go because he wanted a hoe. Ain't that a <laughs> What do you think about that, baby doll? Should he be, should he be terminated, Miriam Tazi? I think that's funny. No, it's not that shocking these days anymore. Oh, everyone does what they do. Yeah. Everyone's got to make a dollar and everyone's got to be satisfied somehow. <laughs> yeah. They let him go because he wanted a hoe. <laughs> Poor guy. So what, what? So you were in town for the Super Bowl. What did you think of the game? I thought the game was brilliantly played, uh, hard fought, and unfortunately, at the end of the game, one team decided to think too much, <laughs> and and you, you've got beast mode. If if I was if I had a, a, a player like Beast Mode, it's, it's akin to having a really good bottom bitch. You always go with your strong suit. And so you put your bottom bitch out there to get your best pimp dollar. And unfortunately, they thought too much and they went to the second string hose and lost the game. 
Mm, mm, mm. They thought too much. <laughs> That's what I keep trying to tell people without the proper instruction, you're headed towards self destruction. <laughs> And you heard it here first, people. Very, very wise. Very yeah, wise. Don't, man. don't, don't overthink it. <laughs> do what you do. And do Play to do. your strengths. I mean, if you're, if you've got beast mode and it's second down, you've got three timeouts. That's right. You run them until you can't get across the line. Maybe it's fourth down. You try, but you know. So showtime. Case. Okay, Sarah, Sarah, Sarah. What will be, will be. Congratulations, Tom Brady. Yeah, he's 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 big pimping. Big pimping. Tom Brady keeps supermodels. You can't uh, can't hate him for that. No, you can't hate him. You can't. He's got it all. He's he's got a charmed charmed life, no doubt. A charmed life. So, Showtime. When are you? Uh, are you going to be back in the D.C.? Are you going to be in your, your your pimp helicopter? And make a return visit to the Washington D.C. area. What's going on? I know you got a. My current mode of travel is a Gulf Stream pimp jet. A pimp jet. You had the <laughs> helicopter last time. What, what what is in a pimp jet? I don't even think I've ever seen a pimp jet. Jet. <laughs> Very curious as to what yeah. it looks like. You know what's in a pimp jet is. Is it like Soul Plane? Now you're being idiotic. <laughs> <laughs> My pimp jet is a Gulf Stream that, on the inside, has all of the finest accoutrements that anyone could ever want when conducting business and pleasure. Mm. We have it outfitted with the finest uh, uh, Gucci-made seats, and we have racks and racks of crystal, and, of course, my favorite uh, keeps me in touch with the regular folks, malt liquor. (laughs) Um, and I would regular folks <laughs> <laughs> malt liquor. Yeah. So we got to get you up back up here. Cause I know, uh, you know what's going on. I don't know if you've been keeping a, uh, you know, your, your ear close to the streets and politics, but, uh, there's a lot going on in Washington, DC. Maybe, maybe DC needs to see more showtime. Uh, I'm a little disappointed in the rhetoric that I'm hearing coming out of Washington. Uh, you have a Senator from North Carolina, Tom Tillis, who says that people that work in restaurants shouldn't wash their hands after they utilize the restroom, and that's just some filthy shit. I mean, my hoes stay clean. <laughs> Why shouldn't Burger King employees stay clean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's crazy. I, I haven't heard that one. I haven't one. heard that either. That's disgusting. That's just common sense to oh, what? A pimp named Showtime Supreme stays in real time. Check CNN. <laughs> yeah, so you, you Rebecca girl. Yes. No. What, what issues of of uh of uh significance would you like to discuss? What's that? What would you like to talk about? What would I like to talk about? Well, I'm, I am yeah. curious as to when you're going to visit when I can actually meet you in person. That would be dangerous. You know, <laughs> DC is always DC is always on on my rotation. Uh, presently, I am in in the city so nice they had to name it twice. What city is that? Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Ah, Oklahoma. <laughs> she, she thought I was going to say New York, New York. I, I didn't I know. That's why place. I asked. I wasn't sure. I'm like, there's not just one, right? I thought he was going to say New oh. York, New York. Oh, there you go. 
So, yeah, Showtime, that's what's up, man. I'm glad we were able to connect again, man, because, uh, yeah, it's been a minute. You know what I mean? Yes, it has. It's been too long. Yeah, we'll have to get we'll, we'll have to do a, uh, a, a featured show again where we can uh, talk uh, everything from A to Z. That's what's up. So you can give us the you know give us give us what's going on, and uh, I want to take a tour of this uh, jet you have. I do too. Yeah. It, it only if Baby Doll brings herself and oh three or four of her friends. I can do that. I can arrange that. You gotta be careful. I'd like. Oh no, baby doll, baby doll. <laughs> it, it's strictly it's a pleasure visit, an introductory. It's it's a courtesy visit, and mm. we'll take a flight. And uh, where are we gonna go? We'll anywhere your heart desires. That's dangerous my too. Personal, my personal preference is usually South Beach, Miami, Florida. But if it gets good to me, we can go oh San Paulo, Brazil. Ooh, that sounds good. Hey, Showtime, I opened the show up today. Maybe you can weigh in on this so people don't think I'm crazy. But I, I, I opened the show and I was reminiscing about my days in Flint, Michigan, where I would wash a couple young hustlers and pimps' cars, and they would leave the wax on the car and drive around all day with the wax on the car so people could see the swirls. Yeah, that was that, that's some Midwest Flint, Michigan shit. Uh, <laughs> it also happens in Gary, Indiana. Camden, New Jersey, East St. Louis, Missouri, and uh, Youngstown, Ohio. Um, but you know, when in Rome, do as the Romans. So they don't do they don't do that in New York or L.A. No. So, but pimps have been known to do that, right? I, I'm not crazy when I tell these stories. So when you're first starting out, you got to make a name for yourself. You dig? <laughs> gotcha. Your car, your clothes, your jewelry, and your jewelry helps. You know, helps. Get you some name recognition because at the end of the day, you've got to have a certain savoir faire, a, a, a certain swag in order to get a hoe to follow you. A hoe is just not going to follow you because you're a nice guy. That's not the way it works. See, nice guys are Johns, like Warren Sapp. Oh. So now you learned it. You heard it here. Now I learned. That's what's up. Showtime in closing. What do you got to say in, in closing? What do you got for us? Give us some knowledge. My country. My country Tis of the sweet land of liberty. Bitch, go get my money, because time waits for no pimp. That's what's up. There you go. Showtime. We'll catch you on the other side. Always a pleasure. See you when I see you. Holla. <laughs> and that's Showtime Supreme, people. Wow. Calling in. A jet. Huh? I wonder if he used his pimp phone. He's got, he's got a pimp. He's like Batman. I'm not kidding. There's a pimp signal? There's a pimp, pimp copter, and now there's a, a, a pimp plane. It's amazing, oh, huh? I want to see that jet. Mm, me too. <laughs> me too. i got to get my friends together. Oh, man. So, yeah, I'm not crazy. When I, te- when I tell you people these stories, when I'm sitting in Miriam Tazi and I'm taking a stroll down memory lane, sometimes she's looking at me like I'm nuts. Some of it's hard to believe. I'm telling you, I'm not making <laughs> this stuff up. When I'm talking about pimps and hustlers and I'm talking about uh, uh, the, the Legion of Purple... <laughs> I, I should have I should have asked him about the Legion of Purple. I mean, these guys exist. They're kung fu, kung fu martial artists. That their leader is Prince. <laughs> yeah, this is yes. And I've coined it the the, the Legion <laughs> of Purple. 
It's, you know, what do you want? Are the pictures still coming in? No, man. It's hard to get people to participate. I'm not that big yet. But, uh, uh, you know, I got to get – that's another thing. The the, the the podcast itself, I need to, uh, you know, gradually start posting more and more things to get it more interactive. Mm. Uh, you know, it's, especially when it comes to stuff like that. Sensitive, uh, what Mary and I are talking about, uh, some of you might may not be on my Facebook uh, page, but – I asked a question for people to post pictures of um, anyone in there that they know, or if you find a, a picture online, someone who's in, influenced by Prince. Right. Because anyone who's ever been influenced by Prince, had, they, they have a certain look. <laughs> and even when they take a, a picture, they have this look in their, their eye where they look into the camera. So very practiced. And if it, was, if it was from the 80s, if you go back to the 80s, it was, it was the look – it was the way they were sitting or standing, and the hair, sometimes the, the clothes. But uh, yeah, it was it's it's a it's a whole thing. But I think he, you know, on that subject, if you all jokes aside, if you if you think about his influence and his reach, now obviously Prince was influenced, you know, by James Brown and and other artists as mm-hmm. well, Jimi Hendrix. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, his a lot of a lot of artists, were, you know, kind of. You know, borrowed his style or uh, definitely uh, drew inspiration from him, male definitely. and female. I agree. But I'm not lying. There are. Yeah, but these people aren't artists. These are people. No, these that, are regular folks. Yeah, these are regular <laughs> there, there was a chick. I lie to you not, man. There was a chick. What was her name? She was blonde. She, I remember, man. She she wanted to give me some, and I was scared to <laughs> death. I was scared. Scared to death, straight up, because she was a woman, and she would come to school. You know, I'm, I'm like, you know, tenth grade, eleventh grade, or whatever. You know what I mean? And 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 she would come to school like any other chick, you know, uh, woman or girl. Should I say chick? Mm. I say chick a lot. Mm-hmm. Any other? No, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm trying, man. I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying, Marion Tazi. <laughs> and don't just look at me. You correct me when I'm out of line. Like you were supposed to correct me last time. Oh yeah, about. The PSDs, and I said PSD when I was talking about um, PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder. And the whole time, I forgot the T. Yeah. All right. I'm glad you're correcting yourself. You got to call me out. I know, but once I like realized what you were trying to say, it was kind of too late. Doesn't matter. The audience doesn't mind because it's nothing worse than the audience. Someone listening is like, that's part of the show too. But I mean, you guys know. I don't. I don't. I'm a moron. Oh, style. I should have corrected you. So. But my point was, let's get back to the story. The chick. <clears throat> can't remember her name. Why would you want to call her out anyway? What was her name? Don't. Does, she, I remember she had straight, like, just platinum blonde, and she wore it up. The side was higher. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. like Prince's Women, <laughs> Sheila E, and all them. You know, it was like a poof, right? And then she always wore high heels, right? High heels in 10th, 11th grade, man, well. is rare that's like seeing a unicorn it's very rare you know what i mean it's just it's just you don't see it yeah not i mean you might school. see it these days but like you know back in my day it, it was, was also just, a very 80s thing though and she 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 had like high heels she had like three four inch <laughs> pumps i remember i was sitting at fucking desk trying to look straight ahead <laughs> you know what i mean but she would cross her legs over and you know a young kid you remembered i mean this is burned i don't remember being a young boy I do. I do. <laughs> Trust me. So I'm sitting there and she'd have lace 
uh, stockings on. Oh, wow. Lace, right? <laughs> right? Lace. And she always wore like purple dresses, lace, the lace gloves and stuff. And, you know, it's just, God. And she would always like be messing around, crossing her legs and leaning over towards me. And I was just like, Jesus Christ, how am I going to get out of this? <laughs> But I should have been thinking, like, how am I going to get into this? You know what I mean? But I was scared to death. I'm not Aww, kidding. Yeah. Innocent Malcolm. Oh, man. Yeah. I was, I was, I was scared of pussy for a long time. <laughs> no, no doubt. <laughs> wow. Women scared me, man. I, they, they scare me more now. <laughs> now that I got pussy, <laughs> I'm even just as petrified. <laughs> That I was really? as a teenager. Yeah, if that's the honest to God truth. <laughs> I walk the other way. I walk in circles sometimes. You know what I mean? Just to avoid pussy. It's just, it's just. I don't know. What do you want me to say? It's strange like that. You know what I mean? You're scared. It doesn't even make any I sense. If why you, it's scary, huh? period. Because I think it's just the act, the, the anxiety <laughs> of, of, of actually getting pussy and then you just you just built up like i remember talking to my like some of my cousins sometimes and be like what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna do the switcheroo you're gonna go in there (laughs) it'll be that dark okay because i'm not even trying to fuck with this shit that's messed up is it yes it's 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 a diabolical you don't think think she would notice it's a diabolical plan you know what i mean i'm just saying this this is what goes on the mind of of malcolm riddle i'm telling you (laughs) It's just, I was just, I, do I need this in my life right now? I got enough problems. I already know this is going to be a problem later. So to avoid it, all right, I'm going to be like Saddam Hussein and have like a double. An imposter. Let that motherfucker deal with her. Wow. You know what I mean? I wish I had that now. Shit. Would have <laughs> saved me a lot of grief. So, <laughs> sorry, people. I wouldn't even, this wasn't even, <laughs> I don't like- even know where I went. Now you guys know. Don't come up to me talking this shit about that. <laughs> I had someone come up to me recently, and they were like, uh, uh, it, it was, there was some discrepancy. Uh, out and, I was out and about uh, amongst a group of people that I work with, and someone just randomly, someone came up. Do you think one of the, uh, uh, um, one of the kung fu guys uh, from your neighborhood can handle them? And I was like, <laughs> I had to think about it for a second. <laughs> I, it, completely. Completely caught me off guard. I was like, "What the fuck?" It's like, <laughs> and after I put one and one together, I was like, "This motherfuckers listen to the podcast." <laughs> it's like kung fu guys. Yeah, I had that. Your kung fu guys wouldn't be scared of this person. Interactions myself, the like inside jokes. I was like, "Hey, let me." You were a fan. Why don't you post a review? I was like, "Let me tell you, half the shit that I say is, as my mom would say, pure cash shit." <laughs> I don't know. I can't remember. It's all true, but. You know, I can't remember. Well, none of it is scripted. None of it's planned. So it's like, wait, wouldn't we? What podcast did we talk about? No, was it even on a podcast? (laughs) I mean, sometimes, sometimes I will, I will have like just a few bullet points. Well, things you don't want to forget to bring up. Yeah, I mean, but it's just a handful of them. I mean, like I'm looking at my phone now, and it's just you know I pretty much covered you know. But I mean, I, you know, it's up to us to kind of fill in, you know, the hour. You know, more up be- to you, but yeah, like, hold on. That's what I tell Miriam all the time. I'm like, I'm like, well, you got anything we're gonna cover? I'll just hold on for the ride. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I just follow along. But yeah, 98 episodes. So 98. Next episode will be 99, and the one after that would be 100. So one, 100 episodes in of just talking shit. 
you guys probably have, have not learned a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you, I mean, well, this is not supposed to be an educational podcast. Mm-hmm. It's comedy. And well, <laughs> and you're venting through my eyes. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I still find it funny. Yeah, I don't know how how funny it is, but yeah, no, I mean that's that's yeah, that's uh, that's amazing. Like you go that long and just it's uh, a lot to say. I don't ever get tired of. I can tell. No, I, I've, I've listened to other other podcasts where some comedians and some people have started and. They stopped because they like, I just don't know what else to say. Yeah. But I mean, how can you not? Like, you're just talking. If, if you, you just, you know, I was thinking today, everything that this show is lacking. Like, I could use two more people. You know, two more people I think would balance it out. Kind of like the Fab Four, the Beatles, if yeah, you Yeah, but will. when we had four people, you were like overwhelmed by They don't have to talk. Oh. <laughs> they, they're, not, they're not here. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Let so me, what are they wait, there for? Wait. <laughs> Finish your thoughts. Yeah, yeah. Let me, just, let me just clear just it up. Four people. I just need four people there. No, you, you need – what you do, you need one one other person uh, to to interact as needed and then one person that can manage all this oh. mixing board, mixing sound that effects. Little, that gives you a little up. more freedom. Yeah, yeah. And then, But they would also be instrumental and part of the, the show. It's like the drummer. You don't hear from the drummer. Sometimes you know they mean? sing along. Yeah, but you know, it's the drummer, right? It's the beat, though. Yeah, that's the point. That's the point. <laughs> you got me being the drummer, the fucking singer. You know what yeah, I mean? You don't want to show me how to do it. You don't trust me. I do. Your you're going to. Sh- yeah, I'm gonna I'm, I was thinking about that the other. Day. I was like, I'm gonna, I got to make a tutorial. <laughs> I'm gonna have to make some sort of tutorial how to get this and do this. You won't even you know, let me put it away. You know, it's just, uh, it is what it is. You know? <laughs> don't touch. Shit ain't easy, man. Don't touch my stuff. People don't even know what's going on behind behind the, the scenes. Mm. But that's why, uh, yeah, move, moving, moving past 100, you have to, um, you know, look towards the future. You know what I mean? Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> what? I was just saying, you know, you're friend, bye. You can talk. It's all right. Jeez. <laughs> Doing a podcast, you know, someone came in studio for a minute, dropped off the mail, and uh, good I to said, go. Yeah, the mailman's allowed to come in. No, thought I was going to have to throw a shoe at him. I just saw a <laughs> shadow come up in this camp. You know? Things are fine. Mm, mm, Sorry mm. for the distraction. There's a lot of distractions on this show. Uh, what was I saying? Oh yeah, yeah. Moving into the future, I think um, you know, there's some stuff I want to fine tune. Like I was thinking, uh, I was thinking maybe getting. Uh, I thought I had one. I'm going to check storage, like a monitor. LCD or LED. I used to have one back when I had a PC, and it's the monitor. All you got to do is get a VGA cable, right? <laughs> it's weird, huh? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, you get the VGA. That way you, it, what do you need I'm, it for? When I'm on a computer and, some, and I say, look at it, you don't oh. have to. You, you see it on the monitor. That way you can have a monitor, and then That's you have guests idea. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I think so. You could Skype and yeah. see them. Yeah, well, I don't need that. Well, I'm just saying if we, I don't know. It's a possibility. I'd rather I'm not ta- into- be able to see the person that we're on the phone with. Is kind of no, no, no. nice. The first cut- time I did the interview with Cassius, I think one or two of them he you skyped. Did, yeah, we well, yeah, we'd Skype in, and uh, he um, his picture was up, but mine wasn't. I was like, I'm not. <laughs> it's not my generation, man. You know what I mean? This kid the other day, this guy, this guy, this guy I know that I work with, right? Um, he's uh, he's working on an album, and uh, he's an MC, so he's he's dropping all these different songs and stuff and so i wanted to talk to him about a song he usually s- sends me uh 
Gaz the Rapper. You know what I mean? The G-A-Z. He's mm. going to be on the show. Nice. Young dude, you know what I mean? And, uh, you know, he's got a nice flow, good head on his shoulders. He's young, you know, but, uh, you know, I think uh, in time he'll, he'll, he's definitely going to evolve. But he, he always sends me the SoundCloud links, so I'll listen to it and stuff. And, and last week I think he sent me one of those songs. Very good song. Mm-hmm. Real, very good song. But, uh, and it, you know, it needs to be fine-tuned, but just the, the overall, maybe I'll play it really quick, let you hear it, see what you think. Mm. Uh, he wanted to talk about it, but he was like, uh, you want to FaceTime? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, man? I mean, what are we? Well, that's... Hmm. Yeah, a, he ain't got no titties, so I don't even know why I need to FaceTime with him. I'm just saying, if you're like, if you're like you know, some chick or something, you want to like, you know... Look at me or do something that's good. But even then, I don't do that. That's I don't, weird. I just, I don't FaceTime. Like, I don't even FaceTime with motherfuckers I like. People use FaceTime a lot. That's my point. It's generational. Yeah. yeah. If they know you're completely right. It yeah, totally it's is. not me. Remember my dad, though, yesterday, he was like, Miriam, you want to FaceTime? I was like, he WhatsApps me. He texts, yeah, he WhatsApps me to ask me to FaceTime with him. And then he's like laying down, like chilling under a blanket on the couch. I was like, why am I FaceTiming you if you're just laying there? What is it with his hat? It was cold, but it was just, you know, I guess for like, it's nice with kids though, or someone you haven't seen in a long time, like my little sister, it's nice to see her grow and stuff. I want to see what she looks like, whatever. But with my mom, I'll Skype and we just use the phone aspect of it. We don't actually have to sit there and stare at each other the whole time. You know, it's a little weird. People don't use use phone calls anymore. They don't even really call. So the whole video chat is like the next step up. Do yeah, I don't. Uh, what people do? Yeah, it's it's just not. I mean, there's a uh, there's a generational gap, but I mean, if someone like your dad is is FaceTiming, there's also that generation that is just. And I am too. I'm amazed with technology. Yeah, but, you, know, just, you don't need this to. This is amazing. The connection. You don't need to see great. me. I mean, <laughs> but if it's my, I don't even FaceTime with my son. Sometimes I will, but I mean, it's just. And I guess I should get in the habit of doing that. I think it's weird to FaceTime with people that are like in the same state. You know what I mean? It's kind of like, well, why don't we just see each other? Call me and then we can see each other. But I I Skype with people that are across the Atlantic. I don't get to see, you know, often. The whole point is, you know, seeing their face. Yeah. I miss looking at their face. Yeah. I don't want to, um, I don't want to see you. I want to talk to you. You know, it's too much. Yeah. But sometimes they want to show you stuff. Nothing you want to, at this, at this, this, this point with this, you know, uh, example. It, it was not. We don't need. To, we don't need to go. The two dudes don't need to Facetime. That's all, <laughs> that's all I'm saying, man. It's just you know. Why does it become a gender thing? And plus, I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm uncomfortable when I see people in real life. <laughs> if you you have to know me, like I, I I walk around in circles. I fidget. I just I I do my best. You pace I, a lot. I force myself to look at you in your eyes. I know. Like I don't. <laughs> I can't. And even then, it's like. One, one thousand, two, one thousand, three, one thousand, four. And then I look away. It's just like, all right. The other day I was like, I don't know who I was. I was talking to someone. Oh, it was yesterday, I think. I was on a wine call. It's windy out. Mm -hmm. Uh, Blew somebody's uh, chair. uh, I was uh, was talking to someone trying to sell them wine, right? And she was like right up in my grill at the bar, right? She's about this close. And the whole time I was telling her about the wine, I was looking this way. And she kept looking to the right, like I was looking at something out there, but I wasn't. I was just, I, I couldn't fuck with it. I don't like it when people try to force eye contact, though, and they're like, I don't like forced eye contact. You're like, and she was like, right here in my grill. I don't want to. <laughs> <She was> like, <laughs> 
Why are you making the what? debonair face? <laughs> that's not debonair. It's, it's, a little uh, bit. I don't know what that is. I think it's the Prince I thing. God's the rapper. Let's see if we can play his song real quick. I don't think he'll mind. Let me get it set. Yeah. Out here. It's kind of like something you hear on the radio. I'm on that word, go to school, try to party life. My teachers tell me that I'm going far in life. I just want the foreign cars, pulling biddies like Bruno Mars. Catch a flight to the moon, chilling with the stars. I don't know where we are, where we're going either. Never drop the ball, I'm your favorite wide receiver. I'm a fan of the wide eye believers. Ariana Grande, please let me meet her. So much on my mind, think I'm going psychotic. The waiting on my lines, I'm just hoping that I got it. Throwing curveballs while I curve all the hottest. And I never finish up, cause I'm too. Damn honest, I think we're going, but I don't know where. What are we doing? I don't really care. Just wanna smell the sound of her hair. What am I saying? I think I'm impaired. I don't care, I'm impaired. So what I told him was <clears throat> I like I like the melody of the song. Right? The it's overall, catchy, has yeah. catchy. Needs to be cleaned up. I think there's another cleaned up version. I said you gotta layer up. That's like the, your hook. It's got to harmonize. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, you've gotta bring more out of it. It's kinda you know, like I said, it's kinda got a feel of a uh what do you call it? Uh Blink one one eighty two ish style. But all his stuff isn't like that. Like he's got regular like New York style, you know, just beats in the rhyme. This was the first one I heard. I was like, you know what? You could go door to door with it. If you clean this up the right way, you could bring this to the radio stations and get some airplay with it. Um, just because it's got a melody. How me- old is this guy? I don't know. Maybe 20-something. Really? He's young. Yeah, he's and he's, he's solid, though. He's, he's got... He understands what his purpose is, and basically he quit everything. Wow. Everything, his job, everything. I mean, he goes to school, but he quit working and said, you know, I'm just going to focus on being an MC, wow. my music. And he, he composed everything, the guitar, the beat, everything he did himself. Wow. So, I mean, one of the one of the first rules of, or just one of the, the main thing you want to do when it comes to uh, uh, just music itself, the stuff that you can hum, you know what I mean? Those are very successful hits. You know what I mean? Most of Michael Jackson's stuff you can hum. Most of Janet's stuff, it's got that same, it's a melody, you know what I mean? So it's, uh, when I heard that, I was like, yeah, you, there's some stuff, you know, I, I told him, I was like, you don't mind if I critique it? Mm-hmm. Um, he can play, listen. There's a cleaned up version, I'm not going to go through my, my database and try to find it, but, uh, you know, he did did what I said, or what I suggested, um, not that he needs my input, but uh, he... Uh, I think he's on the right path. Let me disconnect this. And um, you know, it's not it's not hard. I mean, it's not it's not easy. Should I say it's not an easy process trying to find your voice and then find you know the right music or the right pro, you know uh, producer to help bring out that uh, you know production value in your right. song. Well, it takes a lot of work too, and it seems like he really wants to take it seriously, so he's got to practice. Yeah, and yeah. If you have to take care of all that yourself too. That can't be easy. No, no, but I, I just like the I, I like this as a single. Like you can use some hardcore on the B side, A side. This is and that's how things. I I can't really articulate. You know the the you know how to say you know what he needs to do to it. But uh, you know I think he's on the I think he's on the right track. 
And uh, it's going to be interesting to get into his head because I want to have him on the podcast and just talk and see what, what motivates him and drives him. And, you know, listen to his lyrics and stuff. I mean, it's, you know, they're, 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 they're basic complex issues facing someone in his age group. You know what I mean? He's not. Where is he from? Oh, that's a good question. I, I we'll find out when we talk yeah, to him, I guess. Yeah, I guess he's from this area, but I don't know. Okay. I don't, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll find out. I think he, he, I, it's inspirational when you see someone that focused and that mm-hmm. committed. Yeah. Definitely. Whether you like their music or not, I just, uh, you know, he's a good guy too. I like him. I admire someone who goes for it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, and speaking of that, I, uh, my son, he, uh, my son came to me yesterday and showed me his report card. How'd he do? Did really good. Very good. good, actually. As I told my brother mm-hmm. today, mm. uh, he almost made the honor roll while my brother wow. just looked. Well, my brother didn't have that reaction. Uh, like, almost? Yeah. <laughs> he looked at the ground, shook his head, and said, almost made the honor roll. But that's a big deal in the Riddle household, or as far as me speaking, not really like my dad's really smart, my brothers are. Uh, but uh, he got all A's and one C, all A's and B's and one C. Actually, it was a C minus. So, you know, he's, he's, he, he applied himself. And I think, this is the, well, I know this is the most he's ever applied himself. I mean, he's, and I, it shows. I've actually been it's staying good. on him, and I'm sure his mom has too. And uh, he's been uh, practicing uh, better habits, communicating with his teachers, good. and staying after school, and uh, staying in, going to bed early. And, you know, just, he just kind of reinvented himself. And, uh, Already? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it's a it's a process because once he learns this side of it, he can take that same model and put it into his, the professional side of things That's or true. any of his passion. And once you've got that down, like I didn't have that. No one yeah, showed he's, he's me gonna that. He's going to have more faith in himself. Yeah. And, yeah no know. one showed me that. They were just like, this is what you do this. Get all A's. Get all B's. You know, I didn't know. Read this. I had no idea where it was going. There were no connecting the dots. Now he can see how to connect the dots and the reward from that. So as part of that reward, him and I are going to go see Rock Him and Slick Rick. Ooh. Yeah, yeah I was on a fence, though. I was like, eh, maybe I shouldn't take him to, like, you know. But, I mean, it's the Howard Theater in Washington, D.C. It's a uh, it's a uh, landmark, actually, landmark theater. So Slick Rick and Rock Him are going to be there That's pretty Saturday night. And uh, it'll be his first time seeing, you know, rap show. Oh, my God. So who better? He'll blow his mind. Yeah, who better, right? And who better to go with than your dad? How cool is that? I don't know if that's, that's cool, cool or not. That's cool. Are you kidding that your dad would take you? Oh, my God. My dad would never take me to a cool I mean, I called him. I called uh, Howard. It says all ages, so I called them to be sure, and they were like, you know. I was like, yeah. I know as long as he's with you. I was like, yeah. I was like, no, it's kind of weird. You know, there's not going to be many you know, 13-year-olds. He's going to love it. But, uh, yeah, we're going to go, and we're actually meeting up with uh, um, uh, Katz from Katz Art. He's got a couple new portraits. Nice. So we're going to try to... Uh, finagle our way backstage again you'll make it um but if we even if we don't it doesn't matter i think it, uh you know it's like uh you know the first time i went to see casey in the sunshine band you know what i mean that was, <laughs> yeah. so you just you know but no this is rock him this is the god mc this is rock him Allah. you know what i mean this is the ruler Your slick is gonna Rick. be just like you know what i mean in awe it's gonna be a long day for him because he has a basketball game that morning then we got to do a bit of driving to grandma's house and then Hopefully, you know, if he's able to get a nap in. But, you know, I'm sure adrenaline will kick in. What time does the show start? Is it a late? Yeah, it's, you know, 10, 8 o'clock is when doors open. So you're talking, yeah, 
Yeah, it'd be a long one. But I mean, you know, if you've never seen that, I, I'm sure. The I'm pretty, adrenaline, he'll yeah, be fine. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Give him some soda, he'll be fine. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm pretty sure it, it's, it could be mind blowing. You know, because I haven't seen Rakim. You're going to be excited too. Yeah, I haven't seen Rakim in a long time, like in, on stage since the first time. I mean, you're talking circa maybe 88. 87. I could have been 87. Yeah, but think, think of how, how you remember Shit, it still to this day. You still talk about it like it was, you Man, know. It was the coolest thing yeah, I've so ever seen. Your son is doing the same thing. That's like going I never full s- circle. I, That's I, amazing. I thought I saw it all. Like, you know, Run DMC, Fat Boys, Beastie Boys, LL, Public Enemy. I thought that they're I, still doing it, too. I thought I saw everything. <laughs> you, you couldn't, you, you just, I couldn't even understand I can't even put it into words when Rakim came out on stage. <laughs> he was the coolest. <laughs> I've never seen anything like that then, and I haven't seen anything like since. that since. I've just you you. Let's you see if it still gives you, gives you the same like if it still has the same effect today after all this time. I'm curious feel, as to hear I, what I can't you're even. I can't even like. begin. Like when you do when you see Run in person, Run DMC, or even the when I saw the Beastie Boys many times. And Cool J, like, yeah, there's an, uh, an energy, there's an electricity that runs through, you know, you name it. I've seen Nine Inch Nails, I've seen Pink Floyd, I've seen, you know, Roger Waters, I've seen a lot of people, okay, Barry White, you know, I've seen, thank God, I was thinking about him the other day, I was like, thank God I got to see Barry White. Think about that. I saw Earth, Wind, and Fire and Barry White the same time, the same place, took my mom on her birthday. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was cool. Barry White. Think about that. <laughs> Representing Compton. Um, well, but, uh, yeah, the first time I saw I mean, when I you, and even still, at that time, this was Rakim. You didn't even know. Like, you knew you knew his song, and you, 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 you knew his style was different. And it, 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 was, a, it, was, a, it was a shift. There's a shift in, in rhyming and the culture, paradigm shift. It was a shift in, in anything that you thought you, it's like religion or something. Anything you thought you knew, you were wrong. <laughs> you were, you, you, you just knew. Or about mankind. Yeah, about earth. <laughs> anything that you knew about earth and science and mathematics and anything that you knew about knowledge and culture, wisdom and, and space and science. It was wrong because it was right there in the form of Rock Him. And he was there and he didn't even sweat. (laughs) Nothing. He didn't have pores. It was as if he was a god. I'm not kidding. I'm not even exaggerating this. I'm telling you, I had to get Fred Stone on the phone. I got to get Fred Stone. I should call him right now (laughs) and be like, Fred Stone. You guys know Fred Stone, a.k.a. Dutch, a.k.a. Mike J. You know what I mean? He's a man of many names, mm. but I'm telling you, he can he he can testify, he can testify that I'm I'm not out of my I mind. I believe you. I don't. I'm not doubting. And what he you're he grabbed the mic where everybody else up to that point was screaming. This dude grabbed the mic like this and was just like moving his head, <laughs> and he was just sitting there, no sweat, nothing in the, the terry cloth sweatsuit. It's like uh, blue and green. And his <laughs> shoes was perfect, you know, and he was just just rocking the mic. And he had, you know, it was tens of thousands of people because we were front row. We were front row. We got there extra early. I think you're going to do the same thing this weekend. <laughs> front row. 
Okay. And that's how it went down. No, yeah, we're going to get there early. Yeah, Justin, let's go. <laughs> My son, he just got the iPhone 6 also. Oh. So, yeah. So wow. His mom got him the 6. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have the 6. Damn it. That's how it's going to be. He's going to have a better car than me. Yep. You know what I mean? That's the way it's supposed to be. Ain't that a bitch? It's the way it's supposed to be. <laughs> you want better for your children than you had for yourself. I want better for me. <laughs> right. That's what I want better. The fuck? You kidding? I'm the adult. <laughs> I want better for me. Right here. You got to think about the children, the future of the children. They, no, motherfucker. I'm thinking about me don't right so here. selfish. Well, I'm just letting you know. Okay? I'm telling you. I'm just telling you what's going on. <laughs> You're so pissed. I'm pretty pissed. I'm trying to trying to keep it together. Uh, yeah, so we got that. We we got that. So we could be able to do video. So, and, all right, send it from his phone. Then I want to see. I'm gonna do it all for. I've already, I've already. Yeah, I've already already got that. You know, my flip phone ain't gonna work. This this dinosaur. It's just look at this thing, man. This is the original Motorola, the white one. Still got it from '84. This is one Mike Michael Douglas had in Wall Street. You know what I mean? Gordon Gecko. You know what I mean? Greed is good phone. Wow. That's what's up, man. That's just cool. Yeah, so we're going to do that. That should be interesting. That'll be fun. Really, really fun. I think so. I think so. You know, I'm just trying to hold it together. (laughs) Keep my attitude right. To be fresh. Saw this movie, uh, speaking of fresh, I saw this movie. um, It's on. You guys should check it out because I did post it. I did tweet it out. So follow me on Twitter at Malcolm Riddle. Uh, it's called No No, a documentary. Oh, I saw that. So you posted that. S- spelled D O C K. Is that a baseball movie? You ah, Miriam Tazi. That's why I didn't watch it. I was like, nah, ah, this is a baseball movie. I'm not going to watch this. That's where you're wrong. Mm. Yeah, base baseball serves as a backdrop. Okay. So it um, it, uh, it 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 celebrates. Uh, Doc Ellis. So Doc Ellis in the seventies pitched a no hitter. Um, that's it's it's a famous story about how he pitched a no hitter and he was high on LSD. Oh, so he was tripping the whole time and pitched a <laughs> pitched a no no hitter. But the 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 film itself, which I thought was fascinating fascinating in it in itself, when you think yeah, <laughs> thank you, Miriam Tazi. She. This is why we well, need to be. Because then you're going to yell at me if I'm not helping you. This is why we need to be so on the street. So I'm trying to, you know. So she helps me when I'm fumbling <laughs> for words. You know, it's it's it would be like if I had an earpiece like the news people have, like the news anchors. They have these earpieces in, and their producer in the background. And no one knows. The average person watching doesn't know. They're feeding them the information. But if Miriam was this producer, <laughs> she would feed me the information, and then you would hear her giggle. So in this case, she fed me a word. Which I was going to get to anyway, right? It was right there on the tip of my my tongue. But she decides uh, to giggle. I'm sorry. <laughs> which you couldn't pick up. You may be able to pick it up on on the mic a little bit. But uh, she giggles while she, yeah, to, to just because kinda, it makes me laugh, and I'm like, oh, I kind of poke <laughs> to kind of poke Malcolm Riddle, poke him just a little bit, you know. No. So yeah, the the film about Doc Ellis. Yes, you're right, Doc. Um, is a pitcher. He he played on the uh, Pittsburgh uh, Pirates, okay. which is funny because I, I I I remember him and I remember the Pirates. Okay, right. I was a fan. I was a fan of baseball when there's anything in the seventies. You know, even going into the eighties, 
uh, that's my that was like an era that I watched sports all the time. But I never it when I saw the film, it it brought back memories of this time and him to some greater or lesser degree. Uh, and I, you know, I was just looking at it, and I was just, I just, it, it boggled me on, on how I you forget things, hmm. and then something you know stimulates it again. So this. When you when you do see it, don't shy away from it because oh, it's baseball, boring. No, 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 no. This is really? this is a uh, a poignant, a poignant oh, film, <laughs> a poignant film um, uh, about this era, this time, this okay. space, and this man. Uh, it's it really is. Miriam laughed because I I struggled with that word one time, poignant, but it wasn't really my fault. Someone. Do you, do you remember when I yes, called you? Yes, I remember up? exactly. What do you mean? Was it your? It wasn't about anyone's fault. It was just how do I? I have to say this word. I didn't know the word <laughs> because I, was, I have to say it. How yes, do I say yes, it? Yes, let's just let the audience know for the record. <laughs> since I brought it up and I did bring it up for the record, but this word was thrust upon me <laughs> at the last minute of a film festival where we were giving the director an award. Right, I worked on the film festival, and I was supposed to give this they, at the last minute. They were like, "We need someone to present the award and say this speech right here, yeah. right now is going down in a few minutes." <laughs> and they, they gave it to me, and I panicked. I was like, "Holy, sh- what? Why am I? These aren't my words. Yeah. I would never talk like this." So I'm reading. Well, you did use poignant today. So I'm reading the. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm reading the. I'm reading the 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 speech, and it's just the way it it's. It sounds. It doesn't sound like me. It's just like yeah. yeah it doesn't it's awkward. You can. It was. A, it was weird. It was just bizarre. And I was, you know. So I got to got to the word. And I was like, how do you? I didn't know what to do. I was like, how do you print? And I didn't want to ask them. I'm like, what is this? What, what do you want me to say here? What, what is, for some reason, my anxiety just. I just blacked out. So I called Miriam Todd. I was like, who the fuck do I know this smart? Right? <laughs> Who do I know? This sm- I was like, Miriam, she knows words. <laughs> she knows languages. She knows. So I called her. She's like, what? Huh? What? <laughs> she's just like, yeah, she sounds like that. So I'm like, uh, nice imitation. Word, I'm like, this word, Miriam Tazi. I was like, uh, but they want me to say this speech. I got to read it. You know, but I ain't got time to rescript it. It's going on. It's going to be showtime in a few minutes. You, I'm like, it was I'm like, like two seconds. I thought it was like pugnant. Yeah. And I'm just like, what? Pug- it can't be, because I knew what pugnant meant. And I was just like, P-O-I-G-N-A-N-T. Pugnant. And it just it did not Yeah, I should uh, maybe I should edit this you part. You basically of the podcast, like hung so. up on my face too, like right after it was like poignant, okay, bye. And it was yeah. like No time. I literally I literally had to get up. I was like still laughing as like I'm taking the It was a full like, house, a full sold out house of people oh, and I had to get up there and I had to read this. It was like you know, it's just it, imagine giving an award somewhere and it's a, just a full room. You're on the mic. And I'm just like, oh, my God, I'm blacking out. How do you say this word? She's like, Mary's like, poignant? And I'm just like, oh, my God, I'm an idiot. <laughs> and I just hung up. And then, and yes, ladies and gentlemen, everyone was clapping. And I say it and give the award. And life went on. I'm I was so sweating. Glad I, help. <laughs> I was sweating. I was sweating bullets. I got a picture. I literally have a picture. Of you you giving the speech? Yeah. yeah, No. If you go on my Facebook page, there's a picture Mm. of me someone took, right? But it's a picture of me against the backdrop of the movie screen. So it just looks like I'm holding a piece of paper, right? And it just looks like a cool picture. 
if you go on my Facebook page and the profile pictures and you see the uh, the picture, it's me stressed. Like, you still look good. <laughs> yeah, it's a good look. Everyone seems to, yeah, I do. But <laughs> And then you play it off really well. It's even yeah, better. but behind closed doors, uh, mm. I was breaking down, man. I was, yeah. It was my Cuban Missile Crisis. You did good. I was, uh, it was not a good day for me, that's for sure. At least you know how to use your resources. I had to think quick, <laughs> quickly. I was, I was under. Uh, yeah, but now look at you. Now you're using the words in conversation. <laughs> well, I knew what it was. I just didn't know at the time. Like that I said, I, uh, yeah, I, I, I blanked. I totally drew a blank. I was trying to find, trying to find the picture. Computer's not as fast as it used to be. Oh. Yeah. That's not it. Let's see if I can find it. Sorry, people. I'm, I'm, I'm tripping. Yeah, I can't find it. I was going to show you, but anywho, yeah. So it's a. It is. It's a. It's a story that. Uh, it's it's captivating. It's it's captivating on many levels because it. Uh, it shows what's inside someone's head, at the time at the. Not not just even at the peak of his career, just the beginning, the peak of his career, and after the aftermath, you know, of his career. I mean, okay. it was it was just a. You have to understand. You guys have heard me talk about this on a podcast. You know, when you when you're talking about when, I, especially when I talk about hip hop, to be in an era and witness the birth of a culture, mm. it's amazing. And I, and I liken that too, not to not to inject race into it, but. When you look at the, the 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 African American culture itself, I mean the seventies and eighties. I mean it was, you could see things changing. You know the late sixties. Being a witness to that is pretty amazing. Yeah, and so in the, in the seven, I wasn't alive in the late sixties, but um, in, in, in the seventies and eighties, you could just see it building and building and building, and it was fascinating just a fascinating watch so now when you see a film like this uh no no a documentary um and it's it's just a uh it's just just a beautiful film it's a uh a film that's uh, uh directed by jeff uh, i can't pronounce his name um r-a-d-i-c i need to see it radice Radice is how you pronounce it. Okay. Came to me in one magical look moment. At you. So you don't even need me. Well, no, I did. If you look at my notes, <laughs> all the way on the bottom. <laughs> if you look on it, I spelled it. You did spell it out for yourself. I spelled it. Like, you know, in the dictionary when they have in parentheses how to actually pronounce it. Yeah. I, I, it took me a second, too, because I was like, on, and I was like, oh, my God, I'm on. Like, I was on live radio or something, and there's an audience. So I, was, I felt anxiety again. But yes, it's Radice. So Jeff uh, Radice is the director, uh, and it, yeah, it's just it, it it kills. Here, let's let me just give you a little clip of it. Okay. Let me give you this. Keep this story going. Here it is. I took some LSD when I took off with the car, and the next thing I know, there I was out there, you know, high as a Georgia pine, tripping on acid. in a World Series starred Doc Ellis. Doc was basically one hell of a pitcher. He did a lot of damn good things while he was doing the bad things. Baseball in that decade really collided with pop culture. We were a team that was dressed to kill, and Doc, he was flashy. 
old school guys were used to saying, you do it my way. I remember one time I had my hair braided, and they want to know, what is that about? I'm, Don't ask me about my hair being braided. Get out of my face. He called himself the Muhammad Ali of baseball. You know, the pirate was loaded with black and Latin players. His first roommate was with Roberto Clemente. And I looked, I said, oh my God. And there's nine brothers out there. That's the first time it had ever happened. He realized the racial tensions that were going on in the country. Baseball gave him a platform to speak his mind. There was a wisdom there. He'd been through a hell of a lot. Somebody had put three Ks on my door. They threatened me. If you stick your head over the dugout, we're going to shoot you. I had my head over the dugout the whole game. <laughs> Drugs had really taken over him. I think he thought he was taking them over, but I think it was the other way around. You know, if Doc Pitcher, you know he's high, high, high is he? You're not the only pitcher who's thrown someone. I threw the hit him. I mean, I threw the hurt him bad. Well, here we are, and Doc Ellis working on a no-hitter. It was easier to pitch with the LSD. That's the way I was dealing with the fear of failure. You got it. There, Marvin Doc Ellis on a no-hitter. It was an ugly no-hitter. I got letters about it, but it was a no-no. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I want to watch it again just based off that. <laughs> That's uh not what I expected. I'll yeah. judge a book by its cover. No, you, you, you have to watch it. Yeah, it's a must. Um Yeah. Adam Horvitz did the uh music for it. I like it. Yeah. It's funky. Yeah, it's funky. It's funky. No, no, the whole movie it's 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 just it just goes it's it's it seems like it's pretty lively. I don't know. I thought it was going to be kind of like me. No. I mean the fashion like he went he said it in the, in the film. He went to he he had braids. You're talking in the 70s, okay? I mean back in those days you have to understand. If you had an afro, you were considered militant. Imagine the cat that rolls up in there with Braids and corn rolls. He went up in there with rollers in his hair. Okay? That's some pimp shit. That's some shit that white America knew nothing about. Knew no- they were not, even to the, if you wore rollers right now, circa 2015, if you wore rollers right now into the mall, not even that, if you had finger waves, right? If you had finger waves, white America ain't ready for finger waves. They've seen finger waves. I got a friend of mine. His name's Bijon. Bijon, <laughs> Bijon. He he wears a fur coat, right? He wears a fur coat, right? And uh, uh, he, you know he's people don't know how to react to that. <laughs> if you go to Detroit, if you go to Flint, if you go to any of those areas, hmm. right? You'll you'll see some brothers in in with rollers and fur coats. You just you just do. You know what I mean? <laughs> It's not, you know, you, you take that and you go to 19, in the 1970s, unheard of. Like, you can see it in the movies or something. You see somebody, you think he's wacky or something like that. But this is the norm, right? It's a regular occurrence. This is the norm. So this brother, he threw it all in their face. And when, when he says he's a Muhammad Ali of, uh, of baseball? baseball, yeah, yeah. He, I mean, he, he threw it down. He told it like it, like it is, and uh, uh, what's what's fascinating about it is the the transformation, though his tr- his evolution. How long did he play for? His evolution and his his evolution from 
uh, uh, playing baseball and his life outside of baseball and how he impacted others uh, who did drugs and how he's helped so many people. So, yeah, they kind of market it as, you know, all about the LSD episode, but he's, he's much bigger than that. Hmm. And it's a fascinating watch about a fascinating time period that I don't. You're good at convincing people to watch stuff. Yeah, well, I wouldn't I, have given it a chance, and now I'm like, you should hmm. need to watch it. You can find it. You can find it on iTunes. You can rent it on iTunes, but it's on. Um, if you have cable, if you have cable, you can watch it on demand. So if you have like, uh, I have Xfinity. So on the Xfinity app, it's for you know, it's on. I think it's streaming on either Cinemax or Showtime. But you can you can watch it there, or just you know, get it from iTunes or Amazon. It's it's cool. worth the five dollar download. Okay, you know. It, nothing at the least. It's it's worth owning. It, it seems like it's more cultural than about baseball. It's like that. It's it's got in the way the, the the filmmaker made it. He made it right. Mm. Like it's got hills and valleys, ups and downs. Where yes, you're right. When you said it, you thought it was just going to be flatlined mm-hmm. all the way through. This is about this subject yeah, matter, and it's just and- yeah. And a lot of films make that mistake. Uh, documentaries and you know uh, uh, features they make that mistake but you got to have those ups and downs and then bring it back up then go back down then finish finish strong yep. um, and it does that I was mm-hmm. I pay I pay very close attention to, to editing and music and uh, this one it's it's funky it's, it, it it brings it okay. and it's touching and uh, yeah it's uh, it's something uh, that that the, it's a, it's someone we should know about and i can tell you uh what's going on in baseball um i think kids today should know who uh doc ellis is um it's 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 worth a watch so you heard it from me yeah yeah it's uh it's like that um yeah so i'm excited i uh we managed to pull this podcast together kind of yeah i mean kind of i mean yeah Hmm? I didn't know what to expect. You didn't either did I today because I've been stressed. <laughs> I've been stressed about work and a lot of things surrounding my work people. So sometimes I can't get stuff together or line up guests. But um, having Showtime on was a, a bonus treat because that uh, if you guys know and have heard the – if you go back into the archives and look up Showtime, um, he's kind of hard to track down. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's a busy, busy man. Yeah. And uh, I'm glad that that worked out. But yeah, I've just been stressing with work. And uh, trying to, you know, in the wine business itself, it, the January and February, February is uh, difficult months, very mm-hmm. trying, and, and no money's coming in, and uh, being broke ain't fun, that's for sure. Working hard, doing a lot of events. Well, sometimes I think I'm just working uh, for helping other people, and I need to kind of uh, uh, move that into my direction. I've been saying that for decades now, it seems like, so I'm, I'm getting tired of it. But it's not going to interfere with the production of this show. Uh, and I'm committed to that, so we made it. We made it happen. Look at that. I don't know who that is. Um, someone calling me. I don't know that. <laughs> That's when you don't pick Bill up. Bill Collector. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> the uh, help me people. I need to get some donations. I think I need a don. The dude Detroit. The guy is on social media. He's like walking to work every day. People put a website up and send him money. He made over 40 G's. I need to do that. Shit. People like me. Kickstarter or something. God damn. For a new car. Help them up. Yeah. God. I mean, I put a lot of miles yesterday driving. God. I'm surprised your car is still. You and me both. I had a dream last night that it broke down. Oh, no. I don't want it to come true, man, Mm. because that's all I got, man. The only way I make money is is driving. And, you know, a new car is is not in my future. Um, That's for sure. 
So I got to figure out, figure stuff like that out and just trying to get the podcast together and, um, you know, for content, but it, you know, it, it just baffles me just the fact that, you know, here 98 episodes in next episode will be 99, you know what I mean? Then a hundred. So that's a milestone. I mean, yeah, definitely. I can't even if, it. even if only, you know, a handful of people are listening, but I think people do listen and I appreciate that. We appreciate it, but it's, um, like I said, for me personally, it's, um, it's a, uh, it's batting practice in a way that I just want to keep trying to uh, get this form down. There's so much I need to learn just to, to be able to perf- – or uh, I guess you, you'll never perfect it. You're always perfecting. It's always a work in progress. <clears throat> yeah. We've also improved a lot since we started. Yeah. <laughs> get that right. I don't know if I want to go back and listen to some of the first ones. hundred is a lot. <laughs> a lot of talking. It's a, yeah. a lot of talking. But I mean, you know, even now it's built up a, a bit of an audience and a bit of a um, guest list mm-hmm. of people and, and some, some stuff on the future as well. So it's, uh, it should be fun to see, uh, see what's next after 100. Mm. Who knows? Who knows, people? Surprise. But uh, as, I, um, as I, you know, move forward, as, as we move forward and uh, – you know, get the website. I still need to fine tune or tune that up quite a bit, so that I can get sponsors and um, and and help fund this. And uh, what else? Uh, t-shirts, mm-hmm. and merchandise, and all that good stuff. It's coming. It's just, you know, I'm I'm trying to juggle way too much stuff to to be able to focus in on it. So you know, if we luck up one month and uh, get something taken care of, I'm I'm happy. You know, you got a new uh, piece of foam on your mic. It's bright pink, so that's a plus. That's a win for the <laughs> for the show, huh? Looks like a big clown's nose when you put your face right there. Yep, I'll change that out. We'll get you another black one. You know what I mean? He's like, I'm gonna get you the girly one. Oh, it's just oh, been sitting there. Makes me there. girly. It's, it's just been sitting there. So, people, yeah, be sure to be sure to go to uh, Facebook and Twitter and uh, repost, retweet. Share. That's right. That's 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 the only way. I mean, it's 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 the only way. You know, there's no commercials. We're not taking out newspaper ads. <laughs> no, not, not these putting, days. Not putting American Riddle in the phone book. <laughs> None of that stuff is going on. You know, that would be so funny. Can I take an ad out for my podcast? <laughs> no one does that. <laughs> no. No. No, not the, anymore. But yeah, thanks. Th- I, I do. We we appreciate you tuning in and sneaking up on us and catching us off guard and don't throwing quotes at us from something we said. That's funny. Uh, yeah, it is. But I I do appreciate. It. I got asked recently to speak at some some uh, ceremony to like a big group of people. Really? Yeah, I, I have to get the d- details uh, about it with the BET or something. It, it, some uh, someone I know approached me about it. Because they listened to the podcast and it was like uh, inspiring. And instead of getting someone who's made it, had to get someone who's on the journey and making it. And uh, you know, I was flattered. Yeah. You know, you should be. Yeah, I was pretty flattered. I mean, if anyone listens to anything I have to say, I'm always flattered. You know, because half the time I don't think I'm. You know, like, who's listens? You know, you don't. You don't know. 
Especially when it comes to this. You well, just, it's hard to tell. That's true. But more people than you think, probably. Especially when it comes to this, you just throw it up there and, you know, see see what happens. You know what I mean? It's just like, you know, so if somebody, you know, comes up to me tomorrow and says, Ah, hey, you're scared of pussy. You know, then I'll know, you, <laughs> I'll know you've been listening. That's right. So, yeah, thanks for tuning in. On to 99. On to 100. Mm-hmm. You guys make it happen. Domino, motherfucker. Thank you.